Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Well, hello there, and you join us here today to talk about the brand new Daytona. No, not the one that came out in Watches and Wonders. No, not the one they released prior to Le Mans, but the one they released during Le Mans. Let's get into it. If you want to buy a Rolex Daytona, you can at watchfinder.com. Tom, you and I have spoken at length about Rolex and the many watches they've made, and I'm frankly quite sick of hearing you uh, and your thoughts. And I'm sure you feel uh, mutually in that respect. So we have brought someone else to talk about watches to the show. Hello, Ricky from Scottish Watches Podcast. Link in the description below. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's been an entertaining couple of days involving motorsport. I've been out my motorcycle for the first time in a few years. I was at the launch of the Gumball 3000 Rally in Edinburgh, and there's a new Daytona to talk about released during the race. I know. It's crazy, isn't it? It's absolutely crazy. And why don't we just jump straight into it? Because when people said there was a new Daytona, and I jumped onto Google, I found a Daytona, as in the one that came out from Watches and Wonders, with a new edge around yeah. the bezel and the slightly skinnier things, and it had engraved on the back the, the Le Mans logo. And I thought, why is everyone getting so excited about this? Turns out there was another, another new Daytona for Le Mans. This one's a bit different. Um, Ricky, why don't you give us a little bit of uh, what you know about what they've done to this Daytona? Well, it seems they've updated it a little bit. They've done a few things that Rolex previous to this year would never have been tagged to do. There's a clear case back involved. They've got the Cerachrome bezel on a white gold 18 karat watch head and bracelet. And they've played around with the figures on the tachymeter as well. So the 100 is now in red. They've taken some cues from the past, the Paul Newman Daytona with the index markers and the subdials. They've thrown it all together, ditched the 12 hour marker and they've changed it for a 24 hour marker. So lots of changes, but very much the same thing. <laughs> Tom, have you uh, wrapped your eyes around this particular Daytona yet? Yeah, so the one that you were talking about that released before the race, Le Mans 24, which the competitors receive. Yes. Which I make the obvious joke of the only way that you can get a Rolex Daytona is to compete in the world's oldest endurance race. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so what's this? So this, this one's just a, a general release, right? Limited edition with some nice Paul Newman vintage stylings on it right you could summarize it like that yeah i think i think rolex might expand on it slightly i think it's limited edition is it it's referred to as a limited edition but it's not a numbered limited edition it's like the uh the platona where by limited edition they mean you can't get this one even more than you can't get all the others already right that makes sense and rolex world yeah 
I do like the irony of it being a prize for an endurance race, where waiting for your name to be called on the waiting list is also something of a feat of endurance. Um, Ricky, I've, I've seen from Rolex in the past that really they split the Rolex side into the looking forward, making old models new for a modern audience, and Tudor looks back in time. Let's make the 54, let's pull really obvious details from our back catalogue. This maybe after the 1908, is perhaps the most overt use of vintage inspiration I've seen from Rolex. That never used to be the case though, did it? It was always Tudor that was the younger brother, the upstart, and we seem to be in some kind of black mirror parallel universe, where Rolex <laughs> have thrown the design book against the wall and thrown some fancy colours in over the last few years, and then this year's with the bubbles and everything else that's happened, and Tudor have gone back the way from the North Flag, back the way from the Fast Rider Black Shield ceramics. It's a really strange time to be involved in watches. It really is. And I have a theory that Rolex uses Tudor to experiment. And I think the feedback on things like the 58, the 54, they've gone, hello. The, the left-handed stuff, the titanium stuff, they've already adopted that. And now they've gone, let's just do it. Let's just open the history books and just grab something straight from it. Something really, really popular and stick the Paul Newman stuff on there. Tom, what do you think of the combination of the Paul Newman style dials on the Daytona? I don't do you, I don't know if Rolex is, you, you say that they use Tudor as a test bed, like, oh, let's draw on the heritage designs that we used to do. I think Rolex have maybe found themselves with nowhere else to go and they're just like, this is as good as the Daytona can be. Let's make it look like it used to look before and change it. I, I think it's a little bit like new Coke. I think everyone's going to be like, they're going to bring back the previous Daytona that they did before this and everyone's going to love it. Because I'm not, I'm not, the the ring around the Cerachron bezel, like, so the, the ceramic is now an insert. That doesn't really fly with me. It looks a bit busier. Does it not remind you of cars, where cars start off one way, then a few years later, suddenly they've got chrome surrounds. Yeah. Then a few years later, it turns black, and then it's just like <laughs> repeating. So remember back in the 80s and 90s with Hi Fi, it was silver one year, then it was black, then it was yeah. back to silver. It was black. You know, it's the same kind of thing with watches, I think. Yeah, these design cycles, yeah. But I mean, the, the, the thing about this new limited Daytona is those. Paul Newman-esque indices on the subdials, those very blocky, they look very vintage. I think there's a dissonance going on there. That looks too vintage for the rest of the watch. I feel, Tom, that your feeling on the uh, the awkwardness between the new subdials or the old subdials and the new watch or the old watch, the combination of those two things has been resonated by quite a few people. Um, Right. I'm not sure how to how I feel about it. I'm already reeling from the massive changes they made to the Daytona and Watches and Wonders but a few months ago. Ricky, have you managed to settle down and decide whether or not you think this is the right move for Rolex? Are we talking about that little ring around the bezel still? Or are we going to talk about the red 100 that jumps out at <laughs> a really odd place non-symmetrically on the bezel itself? I like the watch. I, I liked what they did this year. The fact that they've rolled in titanium into more than one release. The fact that they've got clear case packs on some of the more expensive releases of the Daytona. And this one, maybe it shows that Rolex has changed. And I know a lot of people detract and say, I wish Rolex just didn't do the same old, same old. Bezel change, colour change, up a millimetre, down four millimetres. And then when they finally do change things, the same people come out and say, oh, I can't believe they've done this. This is terrible. What about their history, their heritage? 
but I like what they've done. I think they're playing a lot more games now than they used to in a positive way. They're not sticking to the whole Basel World Watches and Wonders release point. They're drip feeding throughout the year, so you don't know what's coming next. I was speaking with Julian, the CEO of Zenith, just about a month ago there, and he said something they're doing this year is a similar tact. They don't want everyone just to expect things at the one point. They want to do drops continuously and not let people know when they're coming, so there's always excitement and engagement. Rolex are doing that. They've changed the game this year. The colours, the bubbles, the clear case pack, the titanium, certified pre-owned. What are they going to do next? Who knows? Maybe bring back some sub-dials from a, a watch that sold for $18 million but a few years ago. What do you think about the Paul Newman combination on the Daytona? I quite like it. I'm not put off by anything. I like the colour scheme. The little squares on the end of the indexes and the sub-dials, they didn't offend me. I'm not 100% sure it does sit proud on there and looks great, but it certainly doesn't offend me, and it's a watch that I would probably wear, and I've got a similar watch, wrist check, that I really adore and have had for a year, um, and I'd probably upgrade if I had the opportunity. I think Rolex suffers from Porsche 911 syndrome, where everything evolves such a tiny amount each time that when they do make a slightly larger change, everyone loses their minds. Um, Porsche had the same issue when they tried to put the engine from the back to the front and back it went to the back. Uh, and these kinds of changes here, they're going to take a while to settle. But to be honest, I, I prefer this iteration of the Daytona to the main one. I would prefer it without the Red 100. I think that's probably a little bit tacky for Rolex. But it, mm -hmm. adding those sub-dials is a bit different. I would personally ultimately prefer, and Tom and I were talking about this earlier, for Tudor to do a Black Bay 54 version of the Daytona, where it's actually slimmer, a little bit more delicate, a bit more rattly like the Daytona used to be before it got zenithed. Um, and I think that would be the ultimate combination for someone like me. But I do like that they're trying new things. Like, I absolutely hate the bubble dial, but I'm glad it's not just another boring thing. I like the way that things are moving, the trajectory they're taking, and the fact that we don't know what's coming next. Who knows if we're going to see more exotic materials, we're going to see more use of silicon parts. They've already changed the movement twice in the Daytona this year. They've also upgraded it, skeletonized it even more at the start to give longer power reserve, more anti-magnetism. They've done it this time to change it to 24 hours instead of 12. They're always working on something, they're building new factories, so I hear. So who knows what uh, the creative <laughs> boffins are doing behind the scenes over there. It's going to be like when Willy Wonka walks out of the factory and just gives sweets to everyone. That's how I imagine it's going to be. No waiting lists at Factory de Wonka. Yeah, as opposed to the current golden ticket situation that it is right now. Yes. <laughs> Tom, do you think this is the right move for Rolex, this Daytona? Do you think this new sporadic release, going back into the history books, chucking stuff out there and seeing how it sticks, do you think it's good for Rolex? I think this Daytona, this particular Le Mans one, I think is fine. It makes sense in collaboration with the race and stuff. But I'm 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 just a bit dubious of like change for the sake of change. Like it it, it just felt different as opposed to it feeling better. Um, to me. So you see it more as like a, a jubilee commemorative plate in the back of the TV guide. <laughs> yeah. And I've got enough of those. Um, so, yeah. Sponsored by Royal Dalton. <laughs> yeah. Ricky, if you were sat in the driving seat at Rolex, what would be your next move? 
I wish you would ask me these questions ahead of time so I could prepare my answer properly. No. I don't know. I would be. I would turn the stereo up, the DuckTales theme tune would play, and I would swim through all those gold coins. That's what I would do if I was at the head of Rolex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's basically a license to print money at this point. Whatever you do, there'll be some people who complain, some people who love it, and then everyone who wants one. It's as easy as that, really. Well, there you have it, dear viewer and listener. That is the new Rolex Daytona Le Mans. What do you think about it? Pop your comments down in the description below. doesn't matter what you say. You probably can't have one. Thank you so much to Ricky for joining us. And uh, you can go and click all of his things in the description below. Make sure that you do. And uh, join us over on watchfinder.com for your next pre-owned watch. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 